then he is the truth of what our purpose is on earth. Because a lot of times we live, even sometimes, unfortunately, in, in churches, we go about our routines not really realizing what our purpose is. Right. He is the truth. And right. when we realize what his truth is and what our calling is through him because of the truth, our life changes. Grace is never intended to buy you a ticket on the way to a disaster. That's true. Grace was never intended to say, oh, you're on a Broadway leading to destruction. Great. Love you anyway. Keep going. It was to get you, no, follow Christ. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. I'm Bill McMinn. Along with me is Steve Sargent from the Hiawatha Church of God in Christ. That's right. Boom. Got it again. <laughs> Even though it's been a while since I've said it, I can never forget it. Yes. And that almost sounds like it rhymes. It's in your memory now. It's in it. I think it is, actually. Yeah, you're in my memory. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you haven't been around. I haven't seen you in, in a while. It's been a while. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're here today, though. I appreciate Thanks. you coming I'm in. So I tried. It's here. not that we don't try. I mean, we do try at different times, mm -hmm. like three weeks ago or whatever. We'll try to get together and do a podcast, and then something will happen. You'll get called out, or there yeah. was a funeral, or right. something went on. So, you know, like today, I'm glad you're here. So it's good to Thank see you. you. I appreciate Looking good, it. as always. Well, I try. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Every time you do a show in a week, sometimes there, there's something that's been really weighing on you, sometimes not. Mm -hmm. And you you want to do a topic that's that's relevant, that's going to hit home with people, and sometimes it's managing time or sometimes it's finances. But then I was thinking that what's more relevant really to our lives than what the truth is and what the Bible is. And mm -hmm. so John 1, I figured we'd do a podcast on that, then we'll do another one on John 2. Because I think people need to know the word, and yes, because it's very, very, very powerful. So John was written to get people to believe in in Jesus Christ. I mean, that's the one key thing throughout the whole book. You see, belief, 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 mm -hmm. belief. What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, it's actually one of my favorite books in oh, the cool. Bible, and I love, love, love chapter one. Good love man. It. What's your favorite it. part of it? In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. Right. And then the word becomes personified. Right. Like through Jesus Christ. Right. Like here's the word we've been teaching and talking, and all of a sudden it's it, it's like equivalent to somebody walking out of the pages. Right. I which love is that. which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love, well, I think too, this divinity of Christ, you know, right away, the and the word was God. Mm -hmm. So Christ is called the word because he's revelation, he's communication. Right. I mean, he's a precise communication of who God is. He's a, he is the message. Mm -hmm. When you look at him and the way that he lived, that's that's what he is. So I appreciate the fact that he's God. Now, sometimes people will say, uh, well, cults will say, well, no, it's not really God. He's just a God. I'm like, that is not what that says. Right. That is not what that says at all. Mm -hmm. And you look at other verses like verse 18, no one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side has made him known. He's called God there too. Yeah. And that has the article. Don't don't give me this. You know what I'm saying? Because if you consistently read that, that clearly says he's God. And not only that, I mean, it says that 
through him, all things are made. And without him, not anything made, right? There was nothing made at all. And I think about the power of Jesus Christ, you know, who he is, why should we know him? He made everything. Mm -hmm. That's right. There's nothing that, and I've used this in my, some of my um, talks and uh, preaching. I don't care if it's the chair you're sitting on, uh, the car that you drive, it was all made by stuff that he made. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so he's the cause of all things. Everything. So you look at your life and your purpose in living, and I think sometimes people really struggle, why am I here? And I see, I, I guess you see it all over the place, really in social media, people trying to find themselves, people trying to figure out what's good to do, and mm-hmm. this and that, and this and that, and running to, running from. And I don't know sometimes that we realize that purpose is going to be found in God because Jesus Christ put us here. Jesus Christ was not just born and starting to exist in Bethlehem. Right. He was already here in the beginning. Yes. It says, right? I mean, isn't that clear? That's right. He was in the beginning with God. In the beginning was the word. The begin the very beginning. Mm-hmm. The very time as far back as you could ever go. Right. He's already there, right? Yeah, so he was He's like the uh, original. <laughs> right. Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. That's right. You know, a lot of times, you know, I've heard people say, Steve, you know, when you think about God and you think about his existence, you think about eternity, and they'll say, well, I can't believe in a God that's always existed. I said, but you can believe in a rock that's always existed that blew up <laughs> and became the universe, right? Because Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Right? So I said, but you can believe the, the so a rock could always exist, but God couldn't always exist. Mm. Please tell me what the difference is because if something wasn't always here nothing would be that's right it took something to make something right existence in and of itself is so profound it it makes me seriously it's like i'm standing at the bottom of the tallest building in the world looking straight up Mm -hmm. and it has that dizzying feel when i try to contemplate how could anything ever exist how could something always forever be here yeah do you understand like yeah how did it start that's right it's the weirdest thing in the it world it is weird i've thought that right too. i mean I it's like it's mind-blowing so i i think that's powerful i i like how it says to steve in verse five where it says the light shines in the darkness and the mm-hmm. darkness has not overcome it right Wow. That's right. And it takes light in order to, um, if you don't have darkness, the light doesn't mean anything. Right. Like if you just had all light, no darkness, you don't even notice the light. Right. The light becomes outstanding when there's darkness. Well, maybe we shouldn't be complaining about all the darkness in our world because it gives a chance for the light to shine. Absolutely. I say that all the time about uh, Thomas Edison. Instead of him complaining about you know lighting candles and why is this room so dark right. he did something about it right he made the light bulb right which has changed our world absolutely but i i think too for this guy for this here how it says that the darkness has not overcome the light mm-hmm. if you want to know you know if you want to be encouraged today you want to be encouraged in in faith you want to be encouraged in believing in jesus in doing the right thing in being a light know this darkness doesn't overcome it when does darkness ever overcome a light bulb if you turn on the light in the room Mm -hmm. when does darkness ever overcome that 
only when the light runs out or yeah burns exactly out. you can't right it's not possible no. because the light always dispels it mm-hmm. it just it invades it so darkness in some ways doesn't invade light right right it's almost like this the darkness is just always there sure until light comes into the situation you know the night is there until the sun comes mm-hmm. right so the darkness was already all over the world when jesus christ came into it yeah the the darkness was already there it was already pervasive people were already sinners they're already doing the wrong things and then you have jesus christ stepping into that and becoming a light yeah. which is really cool but i guess my question was how is jesus shining like when you think about your church or your life the world how is Jesus Christ shining today? Hmm. He's shining today in many ways. When you have someone who, as an example, may be destitute on the street and you're able to help them. Right. Help them by um, giving them food or telling them where they could go to get shelter, as an example. Right. That's light. Right. That's the light of Jesus Christ shining. Right. It's not always you have to pay for it. Right. You got to. You have to physically pick him up, take him wherever. Just, I was in Cincinnati before, and I know I've told this story. I was trying to find a car that a friend of mine parked somewhere downtown. He couldn't remember where. Good luck with that. Right. Because there are a lot of parking places. He couldn't remember which one it was. So we're just walking, trying to, for him, because I wasn't with him when he parked it, think where he may have parked. I got stopped by three people three different times with three different problems. It right. was almost made for television. Right. The first one was a guy who just <laughs> had recently been released from prison, right. and he was looking for a job. He wanted to know if I knew where he could get a job. For real. He didn't ask for right. any money or anything. I told him to call 211. Right. 211 will help you get connected to those resources, especially for people with felonies right. where you can get work. Great, thanks. The next one was selling a CD and trying to get on his feet. Right. I bought it. The, uh, the next one was painting pictures, trying to get money to get her utilities cut back on. Right. I told her how she can get help to get her utilities cut back on. I didn't give any of them anything like tangible, right? but I gave them advice right. and it made their day and it put them on the path right. to get their life in order if they follow through. Right. That's light. Right. Right. I could have just ignored them, said I don't have time, right. but just those brief moments. And we have opportunities like that every day. Right. No, I agree, and I think Christ is shining in that way. But if, if we're not living for Christ, it's going to be tough. I think, if, you know, if someone asked me, well, how do you think Christ is shining? I would say, well, the truth. I mean, yeah. anytime we're teaching, you know, what the truth is, uh, the words that he said is light in the darkness, because it's the truth. And there's when I think of darkness, I think of just ignorance. It's just at right. times where people just don't know any better. And because they don't know any better, they live in a certain way mm-hmm. I, I see it walk around where there's any big group of people go to the county fair and walk around i'm going to tell you there's people walking in darkness there the only thing that's ever going to bring those people out of darkness is truth right that there's something better that there's there's a better we don't have to live in dysfunction we don't have to live where people are abusing alcohol they're abusing drugs they're not working they're not taking care of their families the Bible's taken all of this into account. You work hard, right? You treat, you never be harsh with your children. Children, you know, follow your parents. Parents are going to give instruction, right? We we have all the patterns set out. We just need to follow the pattern. Yeah. But as long as that ignorance exists, there's a darkness there. Where I think of Christ coming in and doing the miracles that he did, coming back from the dead, proving who he was, establishes himself as a light, 
that can now enter into these dark places, and we desperately need it. If the church becomes only about themselves, only about, hey, let's get together for Bible studies because we dig that, you know, Mm -hmm. we just like being together and hanging together, then we're going to start to fail oh yes you know we're not reaching out we're not showing that love because i think love is light too Mm -hmm. so the more we love so that's how i i take it anyway i agree with you yeah Uh, verse 12 what do you think about that one Um, where where you know do you become the children of god and it says that but to all who received him who believed his name he gave the right to become the children of god that is an awesome that's an awesome scripture because regardless of where you came from um what part of the world you were from how you were raised, what you believed. If you receive him, you become his child. Right. Right. Yeah. By faith. Yes. And you, it's not like you're a child of God just because you're born into the world, into God's world. You're a child of God. As many as received him yeah. who believed in his name, they, they were given the right to become the children of God. Mm-hmm. Once you, it's not, you don't have to climb a mountain. You don't have to become a monk. You don't have to write, you know, uh, erase yourself from the planet and disappear from everyone and hide out in your attic and just uh, read the Bible. And that's all you do. No, anyone can receive Christ. Any single person. It doesn't matter how far from God you feel that you are. Mm-hmm. Anyone can receive him yep. through faith in him. I think that's a special, special verse, too. And then uh, verse 14 has always stood out to me as well where and i've thought about this verse so many times the word became flesh which you alluded to earlier he man he just appeared he it was right there manifest for everyone to see mm-hmm. it was kind of like uh what you how do you say words come into life you know coming off per, the page yeah, personified personified right. yeah. yeah so anyway he becomes flesh and he dwelt among us and we have seen his glory the glory of the one and only from the father full of grace and truth mm. What do you think about that phrase, mm. grace and truth, grace and truth? He has grace that, you know, that undeserved favor that we could never, we can't buy him. Right. There's a lot of things we can purchase. Right. You know, if you have more money, good credit, influence, there's a lot of things you could purchase. Homes, cars, education. You could never buy Christ. Right. His grace is that. That's, right. He gives us what we don't deserve. Right. And then he is the truth of what our purpose is on earth. Cause a lot of times we live, even sometimes, unfortunately in, in churches, we go about our routines, not really realizing what our purpose is. Right. He is the truth. And right. when we realize what his truth is and what our calling is through him because of the truth, our life changes. Right. Yeah. I think to get the truth out there, but I, I love the balance of grace and truth because sometimes what you'll see with churches, uh, with Christians, They'll go to, it's all grace. So I have to be compassionate. I have to show grace. And it becomes almost a way of saying, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mommy, daddy are going to love you, you know, no matter what you do, sweetie. And so go ahead and uh, do whatever and get as lost as can be and make a mess of your life. And and it's okay. And we're going to be here for you. All right, well, it's great to be gracious, but to me, grace applies to people trying to come out of a mess. Mm-hmm. That's where my grace is going to come down. Yeah, you're you're trying to come out. Maybe you don't deserve for me to give you a hand because, you know, you've ignored it so many times. Grace is me giving you that hand anyway. Yeah. But you're trying to come up. Grace is never intended 
to buy you a ticket on the way to a disaster. That's true. Grace was never intended to say, oh, you're on a Broadway leading to destruction. Great. Love you anyway. Keep going. It was to get you, no, follow Christ, you know, come to the narrow path. I mean, that's what grace is. It allow, Grace allows us to come into God's presence to, to yeah. get the help that we need. That, to me, is grace. Mm-hmm. But it has to be balanced with truth. So I want to look at, okay, well, if you're messing up, I love you. But because I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Because mm-hmm. I want you, like God, I want you to have the best life possible. But on the other hand, I don't want to just tell you the truth and have no grace for your problems mm-hmm. and just tell you, you know, you're a heathen, you're a whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, There's it, a balance. I get there it. There is. I mean, I think in the church, we have to strike that balance. Mm-hmm. We can't be all grace and we can't just be all truth mm-hmm. without grace because Christ came. He had a lot of grace, but he had a lot of truth. Sure did. He did. And he said in his in the, in the gospel, according to St. John, that I am the way, the right. truth and the life. Yep. And you can't even get to his father without except through, through him. me. Exactly. Right. And then verse 18, I like that one a lot too, because in verse 18, it says, no one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the mm-hmm. father's side has made him known. And, and one of the things that I thought about was that, okay, well, Christ made God known. So if you want to know what God's like, look at Jesus Christ. But since Jesus Christ is in us, if people want to know what God looks like, they ought to be able to look at us. Now yeah. that's a challenge. Yes, it is. <laughs> That, that is a challenge yeah they see more yeah. jesus or more bill mcmahon because <laughs> the world that's what i've determined yeah. world doesn't need bill mcmahon mm-hmm. the world doesn't need more of me yeah the world needs more of god yeah. more of jesus right that's right that's so true because we we haven't quite arrived right but we're striving to get there right and with the help of jesus christ and we want to represent him like that right. and show the world that this is what it's like with Jesus. Because we have to, you know, we have burdens we have to carry. Right. And we carry other people's burdens. Right. We have our own, but we have others also. We could not do that right. without Jesus Christ. I'm not, I'm a nice guy, I think, but I'm not nice because I'm nice. I have something in me right. that compels me to be nice. Right. When it's not even good to be nice or convenient to be nice, right. I still try to be, strive to be nice because of what and who was in me. And that's Jesus right. Christ. Yeah, I've had, I remember uh, I would have when I was a head coach and the parents would say, you're so patient. And I would think, no, I'm not. <laughs> God's patient. And the only reason I can be patient is because God puts the patience in me every day. Mm-hmm in dealing with this, you know, he just gave me an extra strength. And sometimes I think that we have a love for people that are unlovable. You know, we just naturally have that love. And I think that's an important concept, you know, that God, like you're saying, if it weren't for God, it weren't for Christ. And that spirit in me, you know, the spirit of Christ dwells within us. The spirit of God dwells within us. It says it over and over and over again. That's got to be showing up at some point. Then uh, I think uh, 129 too, when behold the Lamb of God Mm -hmm. takes away the sins of the world. That's a super famous. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I I love that story because, you know, John the Baptist, who uh, even himself, you know, while he was in his mother's womb, his whole birth was not an ordinary situation. Um, It was ordained by God. And, you know, the angel visited his his mother Elizabeth and let her know, but um and for him to have this encounter like he'd been talking about just guess what's coming up this year or in the near future and then for him to Jesus to actually physically show up right that's like dun 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 like right. for real like behold right. the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world that's a tremendous introduction they can't say that about anybody else no no one else can be introduced like that right. 
And I think the lamb of God, too, when you think about it, the lamb, they would sacrifice the lamb to atone for sins. Yes. So the sin, your sin would be put on that animal. That animal would lose its life, teaching you the seriousness of sin and teaching you that atonement had to come at a price. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness had to come at a cost to God, ultimately. And Jesus was that ultimate lamb of God. And his blood, when he died there, it paid. It was so valuable that it could pay the price, the penalty of all my sin, which is death, the Bible Mm -hmm. teaches. So that's eternal separation from God. And his death made it so I don't have to die. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Wow, yeah. Somebody paid for it. Right. Takes away the sins of the world. Mm. Of the world. Now, some will teach, yeah, exactly. He paid for the sins of the whole world, so I can ignore him, and my sins are forgiven just like yours. It's talking about the sins of the whole world. It's capable of taking away the sins of the whole world. But like it says, those who believe in him, those mm-hmm. who come to him, yeah. all come to the Father. No one comes to the Father except through me. But we still have to realize that, yes, that atonement is good for the sins of the whole world, but the world needs to come to Jesus. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's right. Because you can't, you can't ignore that part. I think no, that's a pretty important. you cannot. This is John 1. These are some highlight verses. I would definitely encourage you to uh, pick up the Bible, read John, one of these uh, favorite mm-hmm. books. Uh, we're going to move the next podcast. We're going to do John chapter 2, and uh, that, that's got a great section. But we hope that you have a blessed and an awesome week, each and every one of you.